0: there everybody and welcome to episode 11 of Life in Sport and today we're going to talk about self-starters and people who have um, you know started something on their own and um, begun a business in the sport industry in Ireland and I'm delighted to be joined by the founder of her sport Niamh Talon. Niamh you're very welcome to Life in Sport. Thanks
1: Amelia for having me on,
0: looking forward to having a chat. You're very welcome. Um, I'm delighted to have you, Niamh, um, because, um, you know, I get asked a lot of the time about, you know, how to get into sport and how did you do and what did you do in college and how did you meet people and how did you know people and, um, you know, what are the roots in and how hard is it? But actually, you kind of carved something out for yourself um, in her sport. And it's, you know, it's gone from strength to strength. And we'll talk about that in a little while. But I'd love to know your background, first of all, um, go way back to when you were a kid. Were you into sport? Were you, were you mad into it? Did you play a lot of different sports?
1: Um, yeah, no, I've, I've personally always been involved in sport. And to be fair, like in my house, uh, both my parents were involved and my brother and sister also participate in sport as well. So it's definitely something I've been exposed to a lot. Um, never really considered it as a potential occupation or anything like that. I, I guess it didn't. Like the love I had for sport didn't um, necessarily, I didn't feel like there was opportunity in it or there was nothing that I was exposed to that I felt like, oh yeah, that could be me in the future. Um, and then obviously it is now. So it's funny how things go.
0: So did you play team sports or individual sports? What was your background?
1: I'm predominantly involved in swimming. Um, I would have played team sports, I guess, towards the end of secondary school and that. Um, more for the laugh, but I would have taken swimming relatively seriously uh, from about 11 or 12. Um, so for me um, I guess I have an understanding of maybe more individual sports than, than some of the team sports and um, yeah my hand-eye coordination is not great so I still go, <laughs> stood away from some of those.
0: You obviously have that discipline as well though because anyone I mean one of my really good friends um, when I was growing up was took swimming really seriously, went to swimming mm-hmm. before school um, all of those training sessions and um, there's a real there's a real learning there when you're that age um, just around discipline and minding yourself and being organized and all of those things.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, um I think from the time that I was 11, like I was studying sort of before school and that, and like it's a, it's a lot to take on really as, as someone that's 11 or 12 years old and the of training that you're doing, um, you know, it's to manage that in school and then a lot of people are involved in like other sports, like I'd say, kind of for the fun, <laughs> um, I guess that team element of it and that, and um, so yeah, like like discipline, uh, you know, teamwork communication, like all those things, like there's so much that you can take from uh being involved in sport. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's it is a lot, but there's there's so much that can be gotten from it. And also I think like you have to force yourself into a routine because like you've so much to do with training that if you don't uh, organise yourself for school and that, like it's just <laughs> things might start to fall apart a little bit.
0: So when you got to the point then when you finished school and people started saying, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up and where are you going to go to college and what are you going to do? Um, and you didn't you said you didn't see any avenues. You didn't, I mean, and that's true. You know, for a lot of us, um, there was there was a huge amount of visibility there um, for roles in sports. So what did you decide to do straight after school?
1: yeah i um, I guess like in sport when you think about it like you probably look at coaching and to be honest in Ireland like there's not that many paid coaching opportunities so if you're not going to go down that route, and like or like if you plan on leaving Ireland like there's kind of few and bar- far between in, in you know in that, in that respect um yeah I went into business so I studied commerce at UCD um had no kind of intention of involving sport in it like I, I would have been looking at you know other opportunities there and um yeah I guess I, I did a master's in digital marketing and kind of at that time um had been considering actually doing a PhD and exploring kind of some of the reasons behind um you know the lack of visibility of women in sport maybe some of the lack of opportunities that are there and to be honest there were so many different things that I wanted to explore and then you're talking to people about doing a PhD and they're like okay so you can't actually kind of run a um, like project or like do anything really to change it until third year and I was like all right I was like well that seems like a lot of time to put into like the research side of things when I was like well maybe I could just actually start writing about it and making a change now it just seemed like something that was going to take so long when I was like well why don't we just like why don't just start writing about it now and, and actually like make a change and give people coverage and visibility in that so um yeah it just kind of started as a project so, like that that really was uh, her sport starting started doing my master's I, um, if she just writing articles I set up the Instagram and everything I guess like there was a no fear um, in terms of like social media and that because like that's what i was studying that's what my background was and i was like right we'll just see how it goes and um, so yeah that was the start of it really
0: okay so you actually started it out while you were still doing your digital marketing uh, masters mm-hmm. yeah, um yeah. so you obviously come from that that side of the business then you come from um you know knowing how to market something knowing how to promote it and knowing how to make things happen um did you have a role like a paid job that you had to leave at any point um to take a risk on her sport like you know did you have to you know take that (laughs) leap yeah
1: yeah yeah so like initially I had like I had started during the masters and um you know if there's a lot to do like you Know you think about the money that you can make and all this kind of thing, but like really to make it a sustainable business, like you're talking about paying people, you're talking about all the like added costs, like there's a lot that really goes into it. So um, you know, just making enough for a salary for one person is not going to, you know, pay for the business to run. And so I hadn't really decided like what was gonna work at that time. Um I actually ended up going over to New York and I was working over there for a while. Um and trying to run Facebook on site. And it was like quite difficult because I wasn't here to meet people, wasn't able to go to events, uh, time difference. And then just like, I was working over there and I was just like living in New York, so it was kind of hard to juggle doing that as well. Um, so then when I was coming home, the decision, uh, well, like I, I always felt like while I was over there a little bit, I was like, you know, you're missing out on, you know, something that you started like, you know, a year and a half ago, like as a project, I was like, you're missing out on really trying to launch it and, and be successful with it and um, so the decision when I came home was to to really give it a go and it was actually kind of the deadline really on it was the Olympics which was then obviously pushed out a year and um, so I yeah had left full-time work and um, there were other opportunities that arose for me in terms of you know um, you know paid positions and that and I, I just decided to um, give it a chance and give it the opportunity to see to see what could happen
0: with it. So what were you doing in New York then?
1: I'm a marketing director in a hair salon so totally different
0: oh wow that is <laughs> um, different yeah
1: yeah and it was like managing brands so it was like managing the hair salon itself and then there's a couple of products and stuff that I was I um, you know a trader running and that type of thing so and um, yeah like familiar with like products and you know positioning and um, that type of thing and um, but I think in terms of other experience that I've had and um, kind of ties into what i'm doing now and a lot of it is quite similar in terms of social media and i guess like what i find actually with hair sport is the um the community that we've built is like totally different to something like a hair salon or like a product like people really buy into like what we're doing they really support what, what we're doing and um the interaction is just like totally different like i used to watch the instagram sometimes on like the hair salon or some of those products just like drop like if you don't post for a couple of days, because like I had like, there's so many different things that I did. So you might not post every day and you literally just see people on you. where that just like doesn't happen with a support like because people are genuinely interested in like what we do, what we stand for and that type of thing. So, um, yeah, I don't have that, like panics later being like, oh my gosh, the followers are cut down, um, which is, which is nice.
0: That's mad yeah it's obviously just a different type of person that's following her sport um, and yeah. so how has how did the marketing background then help you take because it's a huge leap that you took like you know you're kind of playing yeah. it down there saying oh yeah I just decided to give it a go <laughs> but like you know um, it's it's not secure and it's your yeah. it's your idea so you are completely responsible for it Um, mm-hmm. so you must have felt you must have felt some sort of confidence in your ability so what I'm wondering is how important has the marketing background been to being able to launch something like this
1: yeah um to be honest I guess what I would say is probably more important is the understanding of business and like I wouldn't say that I know everything about business like I absolutely don't And like from my perspective in terms of like advertising and marketing and everything like there's so much that I'm learning along the way um but on both sides of my family um Like they are self-employed and have been through, you know, as long as I remember, you know, everybody in my family has had a business. So I guess I've always seen that. And um, I guess the the points that I'm in my life at the moment as well, like my responsibilities and that are not massive. So it's when you just have yourself to worry about. And um, you could kind of take that risk, and if it worked, it worked. If it, it didn't, it didn't, and then I would go back and get get a job if required. Um, luckily, we're not at the, we're not at that point, and everything seems to be going okay so far. But I've been exposed to that as a child, and I guess I under, understand. Um, I guess some of the important things in in terms of like making sure that there is like enough money being generated, and looking at the like long term picture, and then the marketing I guess complements that. Um, understanding obviously what we're doing there is like a, there has been like a cry for and like a want for um, you know, increased coverage of women in sports. I've looked at it in the US, in the UK, uh, in Australia, like there is increasing coverage, like globally, on women in sport and people are talking about it, like they want, um, you know, more support for female athletes. Like it's not just the coverage, it's like that they're, you know, affordable yeah. opportunities and, and everything. So, um, yeah. I just knew that somebody was going to do that sometime, so I was going to give it a go. And if it works, that, that would be great. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's I guess really the start of it all.
0: I admire your bravery. I admire your blind faith. I was not raised with that blind faith. <laughs> I was raised by two teachers who had very solid jobs, and then they retired, and they were grand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah I I wouldn't have been exposed to that kind of like entrepreneurial spirit um and I do I do think that has you know that has made a huge difference for you because you didn't go into Mm -hmm. it kind of it wasn't the fear of the unknown as much as it would have been for someone like me Um,
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah so yeah that's brilliant um so how did it start then you know I mean you said you had this idea you're in the middle of your masters um and the 20 by 20 movement was happening around the same time mm-hmm. so i mean there was obviously a very um receptive environment for it so how did you actually begin um was the instagram page first was there a website before that um, um do you just start writing and posting or how did you how do you actually yeah. execute your plan <laughs> um, i don't think there was a plan to be honest <laughs> um, see this is i'm I mean, lost i am such a planner and an organizer <laughs> and everything has to have oh like I just I yeah hats off to yeah. you. I just wouldn't be able for that
1: no I do remember I do remember having like a few A4 pages and like because I had been looking at the PhD and what the options were I, I do remember having like different topics and like having looked at even like like I was looking at like some of the like advertising and stuff and like what the like how are women perceived in advertising of clothing or games the tournaments and that I'm like a lot of times it like it, it has improved since then. But in terms of like advertising of like sports clothing and stuff, it, it oftentimes like it wasn't athletes. And I was like, why is that? And like oh yeah, trying to explore all of like those other um like bits and pieces with it in terms of like body image, like all that. Like, there's so much in it. So I had like this, like I had like all these A4 pages with loads of things written all over them. And then I was like, okay, well, if we just start writing about it and see what like could change. So um I would imagine. I think what happened was I just like created the website and the Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, like probably all over one day. I think it, I just like, it's not, not like the accounts were set up. It doesn't mean that they were active like all the time. Um, and then yeah, I literally just started writing about it. I get a good laugh when we look at like look at the original logo and that, I'm like, oh my god, so I can't believe that's what, what was being used. Oh really? Um, I'd have to go back
0: now and look at it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, the colors are just like the colors are so pretty similar. Um, but like what we have is, is much cleaner now. Um I actually did try to move away from the colours um but couldn't find something that we, like I liked as much. So yeah, I have kind of stuck with the, the pink and blue. But um, yeah, no that that was it just like Brighton. Like to be honest that summer like it was it was um just before uh, the summer of 2018 and there was like some brilliant results. Like I remember I think it was the under 18 or under 19 athletics team were doing really well. Uh, Sarah Healy was running really well. It, it might have been the summer of that um one of the relays I got silver Um, so there was just so much going on the Europeans like European was running really well there's just so much there was a lot in athletics in that particular summer and mm-hmm. um, so it's just about writing about some of the sports that were happening and then from there building on it so and um, there are some sports that I personally would be quite aware of what's going on so that was kind of the easy place to start it was like okay let's start writing about these particular sports and then adding on to that so and um, yeah, there's a, the, the team has expanded, you know, there's, um, you know, it's it's nice, there's people that want to get involved because they like believe in like what her sport stands for and want to support and everything. So um, yeah, people just like writing about uh, different sports and what they're passionate about and that kind of thing. And then we're like trying to write about some more, Um, I guess that like other issues, like such as like the perception of women's in sport or, like um, those like the body image things that we're talking mm-hmm. about Like, there's so much in that and um, not just necessarily be reporting on it but also to cover some of these topics that might be considered um, reasons for you know girls or women to drop out of sports or taboo topics like talk about periods and menstrual cups and shaving and all that kind of thing like we did a shaving video on Instagram TV that I think has had the most views of all the Instagram TV videos that we've had but it's actually myself and two teammates like just talking about shaving and that's like that's all it is and it's just actually about making these conversations normal um mm. and they seem like small things and like I think when you get through your teenage years and you make it out the other side you forget about some of these things you're like oh it doesn't matter to me anymore but for someone that's eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, 12 13 14 like they are things that they worry about and like you have to get used to training for your period and like trying to figure all that kind of thing out and you know I just kind of think. The people that make it to sport it like after like eighteen, nineteen, like into their 20s and everything like they've been the people that have kind of figured out those things that can seem so big at the time but like how many more girls and women could we have in sport if they were like given a bit more information or felt like yeah. the conversation was like able to be had like in terms of like periods and that like there's reasons why people might not use tampons or don't like pads or whatever and that's fine But I think, like, it's so important to give people the information and let them, you know, decide themselves and not feel, like, embarrassed about, like, having a period because people are so panicked sometimes, you know, in terms of periods, like, leaking or something like that. And, like, realistically, like, half the world get it. So, like, what is the big deal if something like that happens? And that's just kind of some of the messages that we're trying to put out there. Like, let's just get on with this. It's a normal thing to happen, you know?
0: Yeah. And, like, you know, back in the day, I mean, it's 20 years ago since I was at school, but, um girls would show up with notes from their moms saying, I'm not doing PE because I yeah. have a period. And it's like yeah. it's quite literally the worst thing you can do is not move and not exercise and not mm-hmm um yeah keep your body moving so I mean I think you know the culture was to just be like if the teacher saw the note oh god okay go and sit over there yeah
1: oh especially like PE teachers yeah. like a lot of PE teachers I like it it has shifted since, but there's a lot of male PE teachers and they see that and they go oh god I'm not doing that. yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay yeah no problem
0: yeah, yeah. now mm-hmm. I had a female PE teacher who a lot of the time actually she would kind of question it and she would challenge that yeah. but that was not the norm like you know usually yeah. it was a case of oh yeah fine yes yeah, it over there um mm-hmm. so yeah so it sounds like your page is more it's it's more of a movement than just a news source
1: yeah yeah now that is the idea like look um in terms of like increasing coverage absolutely but like what I want the end results to be is that there's more opportunity for girls and women in sports and that people feel like they do belong and that you're increasing the numbers in sports And um, you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be high performance level it doesn't have to be GA or comedy or soccer or athletics or whatever the, you know mainstream sports might be considered yeah. like go and find the sport that you like and, and enjoy it and um, there's just so much like I was saying like the skills that you can get from it the like relationships and friendships and everything that you can get from it like there's so much that can be taken you know every like the mental and physical health benefits of sport are not to be underestimated and yeah. um, like I don't have my board patients, so like I'm not really involved in those kind of sports but like there are the sports that I find that I do enjoy and like yeah I find running okay there's loads of people I know I hate running so go and try something else like you will find something that you do enjoy you know
0: yeah yeah so when you say you talk about her sport and you say we Mm -hmm. how long how long did it take before you could afford to pay other people to contribute Mm
1: -hmm. yeah like to be honest the the team has really been running off like people that are looking for experience like for me like that was the the kind of start of it um, in terms of people that are uh, in college and looking for internships, like passionate about sport and want to, you know, interview athletes, like people are really interested in talking to athletes, getting to know them. Like everybody wants to know, uh, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. So that was really the start. Like I, um, I think from the very beginning, that opportunity was available. Like I, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do it by myself, and to bring in and. Um, you know people that wanted that experience and there's lots of people like in terms of the reporting and everything that, that we're doing you know there's a there's this, a, a standard of expectation of what we deliver um, and like definitely like we like evaluate everything that people are writing and, and like all that kind of stuff like make sure that it's like good quality but um in terms of like the news it's about delivering the news you know that some of those uh more opinion pieces not like like someone can get their kind of uh creative flow going I suppose and try different things and explore like there are there is room for that but in terms of the reporting like it's you are reporting on an event so, like just like give the information give the facts, and, and if it's presented well it, it'll go well and, and that's that's really what the the starting point was so um yeah I've been I've been really lucky to like have lots of people that are interested in doing internships uh, you know with us and, and working on that, in, on that basis and then um you know this year has been about looking at like the business structure and how everything's going to like move going forward and you know the partnership with lifestyle is like a massive thing um you know for us in terms of like what we can do now and uh, really looking at the the team and how we can like build it out and um other other things that we want to like achieve as well like you know the two brands are going to you know work together to like talk about equality and to talk about and um, you know you know they're talking about lifestyle and sports so like every aspect of someone's life like how hey, you can um you know just like encourage and um, empower women and that that's really like what we're trying to do um i know yeah you mentioned like in terms of like the reporting and that that is one side of it but you know really like empowering women in sport is like our tagline and that that is the end goal of
0: what we want to do okay so um you mentioned lifestyle um and that's a huge coup. you announced it in the last couple of weeks they are your new partners. Congratulations! Um, that's that's brilliant news. Um, so, how will that partnership work then? You know, obviously you said you're going. The two brands are going to work together to empower women and yeah. to get that message across. Um, but are like, I mean, are they backing you financially to do certain things? Yeah, yeah. So basically,
1: the the partnership. Um, there's a couple of different projects that we're going to work on together. Um, the there'll be a webinar coming up soon which will be kind of talking about the relationship and exactly like why we have the relationship what we want to achieve and they're really about empowering women they want to in in terms of like uh working with people they want to work with athletes as well so we'll be helping them in you know um promoting athletes and you know they want to like i i think it's really it's like it's like doing what's right it is actually giving the accurate depiction of what female athletes look like as opposed to uh, you know like people may be different shapes and sizes from different sports and that's okay and it needs to become uh, like public it, like people need to know that that's that's what you know everybody can be different shapes and sizes and be involved in lots and lots of different sports like there's room for everybody and um, so we have a webinar talking about that and um, we have a shared ambassador so India Dominique was an ambassador uh, for both her sport and lifestyle so she was very excited and right. um, to to see the two the two organizations come together um, I think something that's also really exciting for us is like it's another Irish organization, uh, you know, stepping forward, supporting what we're doing, backing what we're doing. And um, so yeah, in terms of what we're doing, there'll be a couple of campaigns that we're gonna do, and um, we'll be doing you know some different like awareness pieces and stuff throughout the year. So it's years relationship at the moment, and hopefully we'll look at maybe furthering that down the line and um, obviously to we'll see how the first 12 months go first. But there's some exciting things, and I think like it's just um associating the two brands together um, you know, their uh, audience becoming familiar with us, our audience becoming familiar with them. And I think it's really um, positive for their brand to be associated with an organization that is all about equality and empowering women. And that's really what they want to, um, you know, do and, and show that they're doing as well. So um, yeah, really excited to get started. The, the two teams are working closely together um, in terms of the different bits and pieces that we're doing. So there'll be lots coming up over the next, the next 12 months
0: brilliant congratulations um it sounds like it's um you know the beginning of the next step like you're you're mm-hmm. you're growing I presume you're growing every year you know you say you have yeah you know you have your interns in that Um, do you have staff writers as well or do you have contributors that are like always paid or um what what way does it break down
1: Yes that's that's the direction we're heading so we have a a number of people that that are um, paid and that's what the next year is about doing is about everybody that's on the team and people that have interned for us we have been able in terms of interns offer experience offer advice like in terms of say my digital marketing experience like I um, talk to them about like how do they want to market themselves like that kind of thing so there's other um, I guess and benefits that i can offer them at, at that point and um, but there are people that we have worked with who have been with us for like a number of months that i obviously like want to support and and um, yeah like people are like finishing college and, that, and i'm like okay well we want to have a, a position here for you so that's really what we're doing now is looking at the the reality of it um also like other um you know other other ways to make sure that everything is running like it has to be a sustainable business so that's that's what this 12 months is about okay um, so yeah it'll be brilliant to be able to have people on um and and everything up and running from a financial perspective in a, in a more positive fashion because yeah like you said um in terms of like planning yes you do look at that but particularly like even with covid you know marketing and that that. Um, decrease people just stopped they're like okay we're not really sure what we're doing right now and, and that's that's what it was you know and so in terms of and uh, things are coming back to life a bit more I'd say over the last kind of six months maybe nine months even um, and it's just about um, you know a lot of people know that we have a, a really good loyal audience uh, to connect with and people like really value what we have to say I know that the people that we partner with um you know, that there's a, a reason that we partner with them because we, like, I'd be quite particular about who we do work with and making sure that they stand for what we stand for, that the two brands and I um, have been approached by different organisations before and kind of said, mm, I'm not sure that's the, the right fit for us. You know, I want to make sure that um everything makes sense and that we are working towards a common goal.
0: OK, so you mentioned your community and your followers um, mm. and, you know, they're very loyal and there's a lot of them like, you know, you've built up a huge community online in you know, a relatively short space of time. Does that mean that you can um, you can start to generate income with advertising?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of the audience, like um, in January twenty twenty, I think across all social media channels, it was like less than five thousand people, um, and I think we're over forty five thousand at the moment. So, I mean, on it's like Instagram, is our our, our strongest at the moment. Uh, we're heading towards twenty six thousand, um, and with the different things that we're doing at the moment, um, with lifestyle, uh, you know, we expect both our followings to grow, um, over the the next couple of weeks. So it will be great to see that community just continue to build and people like really support what we're doing and what I actually find really interesting because like you know sometimes people say 25 thousand you can see like it's accounts that have way way more but something in terms of like the engagement that we have like the engagement that we get is way above industry average like we get a lot of likes on it we get like lots of people engaging comments and something that we're doing with lifestyle at the moment is a it's a, a campaign that's like show us your support um and yeah. people have been putting up like pictures of their sport and um, and there's just so many people have gotten involved and everybody's like really passionate about it and uh just like really getting involved and like want to show like the different sports that they're participating in and there's been so many different sports that people um are participating in and it's great to be able like we're resharing them on our channels it's great to be able to share with the audience like oh well these are all the sports that people are doing around the country and everything. And um, so yeah it's great like the The feedback that we get, like I guess, lots of different athletes like messaging and saying like "thanks so much for what you're doing," or even sometimes if you look at some of the interviews that we do, like at the end, they're like people are really genuine and say like "thanks so much for like highlighting women in sport and and, like doing what you're doing." And I guess for for like us, it's kind of become normal. And you like sometimes you have to step back and say actually like we have created this massive community and people are really into it and really supportive of it. Um, but yeah, like the the activity is great. Uh, the community is great um i got like anyone from 14 year olds to professional athletes messaging so they really like what we're doing so uh, it's nice to get those messages and uh, we should share them more because i think people i think people would like to see and uh, the kind of positivity that we're getting as well
0: yeah it's great to get that kind of endorsement um mm-hmm. you know sometimes instagram and you know social media channels can be the exact opposite, you know, they can just be trolling. And so now I don't have, thankfully, any experience of that, but I know, you know, sometimes it's the exact opposite. So you're obviously getting Mm -hmm. the good end of the stick, which is brilliant. Um, And so just back to the advertising then, if you're, you know, if you're getting all that engaged, that's what they look at, you know, the engagement and the numbers, Um, because to them, you know, they're just a brand and they may not, or may, they may, you know, support your message, but they're really Mm -hmm. just looking at your figures. Um, and your figures yeah. are strong. You know your engagement is really good. So, um, do you see yourself taking advertising and going down that yeah. route? Or yeah, no, we do. It?
1: Yeah, no, we are doing. We are talking to different organisations now about doing different advertising campaigns. So, um, yeah, we've worked with a couple, couple of organisations already in terms of advertising, and definitely over the next, um, yeah, twelve months. Like, it, you know, as I said, it's really about being a sustainable business, and so the partnership is great. And like we. And um, are you know delighted to have that and to to have the different um projects that we're working on at Lifestyle Sports, but obviously we need to do some other things like in terms of advertising to make sure and um, that we're generating enough revenue to um you know pay the bills, uh, pay the team, and, and, and all that type of thing. And um, but yeah, I know like there's loads of different things that we can do, and like in terms of an organization, we're totally open minded, and um, in relation to the type of campaign that we do, like if somebody wants to do something different on like Reels or TikTok or something like definitely like. Give us the ideas, and, and we'll come up with something. Like I'd say, like no idea is a bad idea. Um, while it might seem a little bit out there, like let's talk about it and figure out if it's something that can, can actually be done. Um, so yeah, like it's it, there's there's loads of scope. Um, and then there's opportunities to say like sponsor some of the different series that we do. So, and um, the podcast that myself and Joanna are in do, it's just for it. Like there's opportunities to sponsor that. Um, the period panel. Um, we have actually recently got a sponsor for that, which is brilliant as well. So we'll be able to talk about like i started the period panel to just cover some of those topics but now and the kind of consistency we were like wasn't able to be consistent because i had to focus on doing other things but now that we have a sponsor with it it means that i can continue to make sure that all of those kind of topics are discussed and we can actually put more behind the period panel and so yeah it's really about like the opportunity to connect with our audience is is massive and like as i said like everybody is so loyal and then what it gives like us as an organization means that and the financial backing, like we're there, there to like reinvest in, in some of the different projects that we want to do and push some of things like harder than we could if we weren't supported financially, basically. Yeah. And, you know, the, the reality of it is like in terms of team and production and everything, like a lot of time and effort goes into, uh, you know, writing articles, promoting the articles, doing graphics, like people might think it all just kind of happens. It really doesn't, like some of it takes so long. And like, even in terms of and um, in terms of like videos like, like you're saying like yourself like you have to like do the editing upload it do like it's just so much with it
0: and it doesn't always happen and um, so yeah oh no don't worry I know yeah <laughs> I definitely so I definitely no it doesn't just turn into a lovely yeah, video yeah I mean um, lovely and then you've all the technical difficulties that come along with it as well so like there's you yeah. know if the internet's down.
1: you are like trying to upload a video it just does not go on anyway. way <laughs> but, uh, or if
0: you're working from home and there's two other people using the wi-fi <laughs> downloading like i mean just that's just become the norm like yeah, yeah yeah it can be a challenge um so it's like it's a really exciting time for the for the for the brand and um, mm-hmm. for the organization um because it sounds like you know you're about to take off onto the next level um do you see you know good longevity in this project
1: yeah um i think look i i'm not naive in thinking that something like this is going to be around forever and um, the idea of what we're doing is to like raise the profile of women's sport and like i'd love to see like more coverage of um you know women's sport across more media do you know what i mean and, and that's something like it's a, it's a it's an international problem like four percent of the sports coverage internationally uh goes to women's sport and then it's been increased to six percent in ireland but like like the participation in Ireland, like 40.8% of participants in sports in Ireland are, are female. So those, the numbers don't add up. And like one of the statistics that we looked at, and it it is a 2019 number, but uh, I think it was 64% of the international medals won that year were by the women. Then, then at the time it was 4% of the media coverage is what they received. So um, yes, yeah, what we're aiming for is more coverage or like, um, sorry, weird. That it's the right proportion proportional coverage we'll say yeah um, and yeah. you know nobody's nobody's under any kind of illusion that um it has to be 50 50 it has to just be proportional it just right
0: has point. to not be tokenism
1: yeah absolutely. that's what
0: it has to not be um yeah no female yeah. athlete wants to be put in the paper or on the website
1: oh For god sake. we have a
0: quota to fill and you yeah. have to yeah. put yeah so it just yeah proportional is the right word um yeah, yeah proportional to the success as well you know you're not going to you're not going to report on every under 17s match um mm-hmm. you know senior international sport and senior intercounty sports senior elite sport is the pinnacle um mm-hmm. and if we are winning medals, and we are winning matches, and we are doing special things in those fields. Then there's no question that they should be reported yeah. on, widely reported on. Um, it's yeah. a bit murkier when you go into like you know under 19s, under 17s. It's mm-hmm. more difficult because not only are you you know not only are you dealing with the fact that it's not maybe international or whatever, it's underage, and you know mm-hmm. it's just so, so much. It's just so difficult to get anything in. in you you know, have into to get headlines. You, it needs to be worthy of a big headline. Right yeah oh uh, yeah, yeah exactly of a story and I think unless it's I think a local all athletes would agree with that as well yeah
1: no totally like I know what you're saying like unless it's a local paper or something like that's that's fair enough I'm totally different yeah
0: no no I'm totally different yeah. yeah
1: but in 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 terms of in, in terms of like your national media and stuff like what you're saying it, it has to be a story and like it does cost for these things so yeah. people thinking that oh you can just write about whatever story like if it's something like you're saying like an under 19 match or something and somebody's not like like you have to send somebody out there to get the pictures get the story get whatever like and that's it has to be worth putting in the paper and I think that's what in in terms of some of the, the media like um it is going to take time like you know in terms of sponsorships and in terms of like you know financial backing and everything like um you have to get bums and seats to go to some of these matches for for a sponsor to warrant spending that money and understand mm-hmm. that there is opportunity in women's sport. And, and uh, in some sports, um, we are seeing changes, and, and it is going to take time. But yeah, in terms of like what we're like that like that is the business side of things realistically. But in terms of like what we are aiming for, I would love for her sport not to be required. And if that happens, great. Do I see that changing in the next five years? No. So. From my perspective, uh, yes, at some stage we would hope to be obsolete <laughs> kind of closing down her sport or not like not closing it down, but like joining it yeah. on to something to yeah. something else that that there is then men and men's and women's sports being covered. I don't know if we can have the men's sport on her sport. We might have to rebrand or something, but um, but something like that, like that, is the goal. But I don't see it changing in the next five years. And like, there's some things that I have seen. Um, where people are talking about changes in the sport and they think like like this could be from fifteen twenty years ago and not that much has changed. So they're optimistic about it, um hoping that things are going to change in two, three, four years. And then some of the the stories are like still relevant now. So like mm-hmm. it is taking quite some time. Um I think it will eventually change and look at the place of women in society has changed over the last like 50 60 70 years the, you know in terms of sport like it is getting there like we have to be realistic in terms of like um the, the place of women in society essentially do you know like if you think about like work if you think about like family and like the role of women, like things have changed and are I guess more equal now but in terms of sport like when was the LGFA founded not that long ago like I talked to my granny about participating in sport like she's to be fair nearly 90 and she was like but we just used to run or like run around and we played camogie but nobody kept score nobody cared but they were mm. involved in supporting like the the like the men's like football and everything like they were involved in that but there wasn't interest or it didn't seem like I asked my granddad he had sisters and he said um, didn't of your sisters participate in sports he was managed cross country and, and GA and uh he was like oh yeah they played with us like when they were kids and he said oh but when they went into bloom you know that was kind of when they stopped and I was oh. like all right so as was once girls hit puberty that was kind of
0: yeah, it.
1: Um, yeah. and we we have moved on from that and people are pushing for more um no not naive in thinking that it's all going to change overnight and I understand the business side things in terms of you know the numbers have to be there for businesses to support it and everything um but it is changing and yeah eventually hope, hopefully we will be obsolete but um yeah, no, definitely. Look, um, like lifestyle, see the opportunity with us and like what we're doing and the the rate of growth that we've had. Um, you know, the community have, have massively grown and like we're saying, the engagement rate, um, is 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 really really strong. And uh, which is something that we're really proud of. Um, in terms of like what we're putting up there and some of the topics that we cover and the website views have you know continued to go up. Um, you know, the target that we have this year over last year, um, I think it's double what we're aiming for um and that will continue to be like that for the next few years like there's big goals in there and we're really grateful to lifestyle to to work with us on this and to believe in what we believe in and really see that there is opportunity there and you know i've talked to other organizations as well and you know i can see the whole picture and i understand if someone isn't living it every day like you're trying to talk to them about like how much of a massive opportunity there is and it's true like you know more people are are you know becoming invested in like um are becoming more aware of it also in like the way that we present content like we present it from like lots and lots and lots of different sports so I get people telling me like oh I actually know more about women's sport now than I do men's because it's all in one place it's not you know just GA rugby and football or like you know sports that people are used to seeing lots and lots about and you know we had luge in there and you know we've had skiing we have rowing um We've, like, badminton, like, loads of different things. We're trying to cover as much as we possibly can. And, um, yes, we work closely with the NGBs and that to, to get some of the press releases and stories and athletes and everything to cover. Um, the Instagram takeovers over the last 12 months were were huge. Like, people really like seeing the behind the scenes. Um, I think it's really interesting. I feel like we've created a community of, like, the elite athletes around the country because some of the... When um, Elsa Desmond does Legion, when she was on doing her takeover... Um, Margaret Kremen from Rowing had actually messaged and said like, "Oh, like I really like this takeover or something." And she was leaning, and I was like, "I, I was wondering at the time, does Elsa know that?" Like, I, I mean, now Margaret's going to the Olympics, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was like, just I, I like we're connecting elite athletes from different sports and creating that kind of community as well, which is quite cool." Um, but yeah, people are being exposed to more, and that's really what the aim is.
0: Okay um yeah it's brilliant it's a real success story and it's going to go from strength to strength so congratulations um particularly with the the partnership with lifestyle um recently um it's brilliant um do you before we finish up do you have any um advice uh for for people who might be thinking of doing something similar whether it's like you know i mean not in women in sports because you have that covered um but you know <laughs> if there's if there's something that maybe they have you know a, you know a passion for I don't know American baseball or whatever or the Mm. NBA or whatever it is and we saw there's an Irish NFL show has started up in the last 12 months as well and they have just skyrocketed Um, and we'll be speaking to them on this on this um, series as well but for people who have this inkling that they want to do something and maybe they're doing a completely different job at the moment how do you throw the shackles off what's your biggest piece of advice I'm
1: I guess you have to understand like is there a market for it like you have to be realistic about it Um, Is there a community of people that are interested in it? How are you gonna monetize it and turn it into something that's sustainable? If it's something that you wanna do as like a hobby, like there's loads loads of room for that. And if you're not gonna necessarily like walk out in your job, but if you wanna leave your job for doing something like this, you have to have a business model in mind. So for me, like there was, I was always thinking partnerships, I was always thinking advertising. Um, In terms of like advertising, yes, I, I understand the type of, you know, business model that that is, and I have backup plans. Um, so make sure that like what you're doing, you can see how it's going to generate revenue and um, to do what you want to do and achieve what you want to achieve. Um, it's all well and good to say, oh, just try it and off you go. Like, no, <laughs> like have some sort of like, understanding of how it could work. If you can see it working. I mean, talk to people around you do they understand it as well or is it something that you completely like concocted in your head like fence ideas talk to as many people as you possibly can Mm -hmm. and the amount of people that i have like emailed and talked to from like i have you know i have an understanding of what i want to do and like what i want to achieve do i know every step of the way to get there no so i talk to people that do know or have experience in you know in different positions or like somebody if i'm going to be um talking to organizations um, about something specifically. I might talk to somebody in a different organization, a different industry and say, okay, well, what what are they looking for? Or like, what do they want from me? Like talk to as many people as you can to kind of understand the industry, understand what you're trying to do. Um, And if it's something that seems like it might work, then I mean, try it. Um, But yeah, there's like, yeah, you have to understand like, is it it really a realistic goal? I suppose.
0: Yeah, understand the market understand that you don't have all the answers and don't be afraid to go in search of them um, yeah. I think that's really sound advice um Neve thank you so much um founder of her sport I think we'll be seeing and hearing a lot from you over the next few years and I uh, wish you the very best with the new partnership with lifestyle sports and everything else it's going to be a busy summer with the olympics and everything so yeah happy promoting women in sport and thanks a million for joining me on life in sport thanks a very happy delighted